It's certainly been a week that I am not likely to forget for as long as I'm around. Well, hi there. A very good day to you, Brian, with you on Just Say It, and really just want to get right into it today. Uh, The situation involving DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. So glad for starters, just that this man is making such incredible progress. Want to get into that a little bit later, and and but just thankful that uh, Demar has, you know, as of this update here, been sent back to Buffalo out of the initial ICU that he was at there in Cincinnati. And my goodness, this has just really it's it's changed the narrative, hasn't it? In so many ways, uh, just with conversations, certainly on social media, what we've seen here in the last days and and week and a half or so here. But my goodness, I was in Cincinnati the the night that this took place. Uh, My son and I were actually there for that football game. And so, as I mentioned before on this podcast, really some of the reasons I I do this uh, are just really just, well, kind of selfish in, in the way that just it's a way for me to process life a little bit here on this little podcast. And so really want to do that a little bit after what's gone on now this past a uh, little over a week or so. You see, Carson and I were there. It was actually a birthday present for him, and his birthday was back in April. And so it was a little bit after that when the NFL announced their schedule. And he had kind of penciled this one as a, you know, this one might be a good one to go to. Bills at Bengals. The Bengals had just been to the the big game last year, the Super Bowl, and the Bills certainly had aspirations to do as much. It wasn't the last week of the year. It was the second to last week. And so the thought was, well, they probably wouldn't be necessarily resting their starters just yet because both of these teams might be in the playoff hunt. And so that's what we did. We went ahead and we got those tickets, and that was months ago. And then the hype leading up to this game was quite a lot. It was very well hyped. It was a game that people were looking forward to in the sense of, well, you got the Bengals and the Bills, and the winner could be the AFC leader and all these things and and Super Bowl aspirations and whatnot. And so off we went about a four and a half hour drive to Cincinnati. And so we get into Cincinnati and just that experience was was cool in the sense that there's a lot of just a buzz around that city, around the area of the stadium, tons and tons of people there outside the venue, lots of things going on there, uh, just out on the streets with, you know, entertainment and people were, you know, dancing and there were DJs and the venue was just packed out and then there's Bills fans everywhere. Credit to the Bills fans for, for how they travel. My goodness, there were a lot of Bills fans in Cincinnati. And so we're kind of all getting into it there. And, and then we went ahead and went into the the stadium and it was actually really cool because beforehand they let you actually, if you get in there early enough, you go down there and you can get really close to the field. Our seats were not really close to the field, but you can get close to the field in the earlier stages of the pregame there. And that's when the players kind of come out and they start doing their warmups. And so Carson's into sports big time. You know, he likes sports a lot and has uh, certainly kicked around that idea of potentially a career move, uh, you know, along the way here and in his, uh, his high school and now college days. And so we just went down there and it was really cool. Carson got to be one of the, I don't know, probably the first couple of rows of people there and standing right next to the tunnel. And, and so we were on the visitor's side that time and, 
it was Buffalo and, and Stefan Diggs and, and those guys coming out and Carson was super excited and, and got some videos and photo and, and I was doing the same as well. Really neat to kind of just be down there by the field. And you can just tell it was it was a big night. The ESPN people were out walking around and doing their thing and, and it was just starting to to fill up. And so with about fifteen minutes left before game time, we went ahead and and made our way back to our seats. There was a bit of a walk because our seats, as I mentioned, nowhere near the field. We were up there in the upper deck. And and so off we went. And, and the Cincinnati team does this really cool, like, welcome to the jungle intro beforehand. And through their app, actually, all the uh, phone lights were synchronized. So there's this really just cool, you know, got some neat visuals of just this scene as the Bengals come onto the field. And it was loud in that building. I can tell you that much. And, and so we made our way to our seats. And wouldn't you know it, the first drive... The Bengals go ahead and march all the way down the field, and Joe Burrow throws a touchdown pass, and the place just went bonkers. I mean, the noise level, I've been to a lot of sporting events. I've been to a lot of sporting events with a lot of people at them. This was right up there. I mean, this had all the atmosphere, all the electricity of just, you know, the real thing. And and so very, very loud in the stadium, and the Bills went ahead and went back down the field the other way and got themselves a field goal, and so... Off we were going here, 7-3 to three in the first quarter. Bengals get the ball again, and, and here they go. And then, and then it happened, and that's when uh, DeMar Hamlin went down after the play there uh, as the Bengals were on their way on their, their second drive of the game. And the thing that I will always remember was how loud it had been in that stadium until that point, and then how quiet that stadium got. That was one of the largest changes of of audible sound that I've ever recalled in my life, uh, of being so loud and then being so quiet. And I did not see what happened on the field. All I knew was, was Carson looked over at me and, and after having seen down there and said, he's, he's not moving, Dad. And I said, well, my goodness, like, let's just, here, let's just let's hope things are okay, right? And, and the trainers came out but man, it was it was strange because even right after that happened, we had seen another player injured earlier, and that player, you know, got up and was okay after a few minutes, as tends to happen. In this case, there was a different something was different. The, the medical personnel were frantically moving about, and you just didn't really know what was going on. And so we all just kind of sat there and were just you know hopeful that everything would be okay, of course, just like everybody else. And that's when they started to bring the players from the Bills team onto the field to surround DeMar uh, as the medical personnel were beginning to administer CPR. And that is something that, uh, that I've never seen happen in, in person. And that is something that they were clearly trying to, you know, shield folks from seeing the only thing was when you sit in the upper deck, you know, you, you just it didn't get you can't really do much about that. And so certainly no one was was trying to look at what was going on, but you couldn't help but notice that that CPR was being administered there to DeMar. And, and my goodness, what a moment. And it, it just it got quieter and, you know, people were praying. And, and at that point, that's really all you can do. And it was just a sort of an air of, of disbelief of. What is actually going on here? I cannot believe, no one could believe that, that this was happening. And so just a, uh, a surreal 
scene at the stadium. And, and then, you know, the one thing I remember was as they um, put Damar into the ambulance and, and drove him off uh, towards the hospital there, just the, the Bills players, their entire team, just kneeling down in an entire circle of prayer. I mean, you see some players maybe before or after a game gathering in prayer. That's not abnormal, but to see the entire team in a big circle just praying was a pretty powerful image that, that I will not forget either. Uh, and then from there, you know, if you're familiar with what happened, there was kind of a delay and are they going to, you know, do something with the game? And, and no one cared at that point. Everybody just wanted DeMar to be okay. And I, I do recall just the, the classiness that I saw there from the Bengals too and just trying to just be there, it looked like, for the, the Bills guys. And they all went to the locker room and then about an hour later was when the league officially decided to postpone that game. And so, again, everybody just wanted just wanted DeMar to be okay. And so leaving that stadium was a very just a very muted scene, not at all what you would expect after a game, win or lose for whatever team. There's always somebody talking. Whether you win, you're, you know, your side is, is kind of you know talking or jabbing at the other people or vice versa. I mean, nobody was talking. People just kind of filed out. It was very respectful. It was very quiet. Even walking back across the bridge uh, over the river there to where our hotel was, just... People just moving in an orderly fashion, very respectful, very quietly. And, you know, from there, you just you just didn't know. I mean, the, you just didn't know. If, if they were doing CPR on him there in the field, uh, clearly that, that was not a good sign. And for however long they did it, I, I don't remember how many minutes it was, you know, something like seven to ten minutes of CPR there. And really, we all just wanted to know some good news and, and to hear that he was going to be okay. And so... That next day and even the ride home, really without knowing much, you know, we just kind of listened to some of the NFL radio broadcasts and Carson and I kind of were able to talk with each other about it. And he was really just, as with anybody, just in shock as to, to what happened and just wanting everything, as I've said here again, to be okay. That's really what it came down to. You just wanted to hear something positive that, that there was going to be some some good news. And, and so into that week there, you know, another day, right, went by and then another day and and finally, the, the news came that he had been responsive and that he had shown some improvements over the one night. And then it was, uh, let's see, after that, he was able to, right, he was FaceTiming with his team at one point. And then he started putting things out on social media. And then, you know, now he's been released back to Buffalo where he's able to be in care there, but out of the initial ICU there in Cincinnati. And my goodness, I mean, what a miracle. I mean, there is nothing else to say except this was a miracle. Carson even said it the night of the day that, or the night that we were at the game, you know, saying, I, I don't, we may have just seen somebody brought back to life, you know, and that was kind of just his reaction at that point. And, and in reality, that's what happened. And so praise God that, that DeMar is doing better and on what seems to be a, a positive path towards recovery. That is nothing short of a miracle. So thankfully can even be talking about these things at this moment. And, and that to be said, actually ended up going back to Cincinnati just this past weekend with Carson because of the, the refunded tickets that happened there and that whole process and kudos to all involved with that. That was not expected, not necessary, but the fact that there was the funding available, we decided we just wanted to go back. And so it was actually a really special scene being back in Cincinnati this past Sunday. They were taking on the Ravens this time, but before the game, they had the uh, the moment of, of really of celebration at that point for DeMar, and, and the crowd just got so loud, and people were just so respectful, and it was really, really cool seeing so many people 
just sending love, sending prayers throughout this past week for DeMar Hamlin. You saw people praying on live television. You saw things that you just don't normally see in today's society, which I thought were actually really cool. Obviously, the circumstances would love to have never have happened, but there's always good that comes out of bad things. That is one thing I have found in my life, and that is what happened out of this, and I'm seeing that already. You saw the millions and millions of dollars that people raised for DeMar Hamlin's uh, charity push there. I think he had a goal of like $2,500 to get some toys for kids, and it's millions and millions and millions of dollars now that were donated. You see people just wanting to do good you see people coming together, you see people praying, you see people just really in a position where yeah, some of the stuff that goes on on an everyday basis, it's just not as important. And some of these fights and these arguments and this petty stuff and what you see on social media, it just goes away for a while. And it's been compared to, in some ways, I have heard this in more than mm, probably three or four different outlets, so I'm going to go ahead and say it here as well. It's been compared to kind of what you saw after 9-11 where folks just kind of put their differences aside, even if it was for a little while, and that's just something that you just can't explain. And there is so much beauty in that. So I really just wanted to, to say that that is just something I have noticed this past week of just seeing just harmony in our world, which is so desperately needed, and seeing some of DeMar Hamlin's social media posts since then, talking about all the love that he's received and how he just can't wait to share that love and take it wherever he goes. I mean, this is a good guy. Like, he already had a great story, and he's a story of overcoming and getting through some stuff in life. And just to see now that he's just inspired to go and do even more good, I mean, wow. That That's really all I can say is wow. And so all in all, through all of this, was able to spend a, just a lot of really quality time with my son, and uh, he's going to be going uh, away to college. He's in college locally this year and, and going away this fall. And, and I just, I, you know, I can't help but think just we'll always have uh, just these, these memories of this time together and so thankful for the outcome turning out as it has to be able to start to think back on this even now and, and in the, you know, months and years to come of, of a situation where really something something good came out of something difficult and memories were still made along the way. So I don't know. I'm just giving thanks for, for a lot of things right now and, and love seeing people's reactions by and large. Yeah, I know there've been some that maybe haven't been the best, but by and large, people's reactions to this have been so encouraging and so positive. And so really, right, let's just all maybe take this opportunity to realize that life really is precious Let's get our priorities in order. I know that's something I always need to uh, remind myself of. And let's just love on each other, man, because that's kind of what we're here to do. And so just thankful, yay God, for uh, for just the healing and for, man, for doing what you're doing through this situation. It is super, super cool stuff. And that's all I'm going to say for now. Anyway, I, I appreciate you letting me do that and, and letting me share this. Do hope you have yourself a good day. I look forward to talking with you sometime soon. Bye-bye.